it is the 22nd of April, 2021. I'm Commander Jantrax, and this is the Loose Screws Podcast. Welcome to the Loose Screws Podcast, the loosest and screwiest podcast in the whole galaxy um, about Elite Dangerous and the community. I have a whole crowd of people, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run them down, man. What's up, hey Chig? I I really want to say hey guys, but I feel I shouldn't because somebody else farther down the line is the person who should say it. So I'm not gonna uh, say hey guys. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm glad to be back this week after missing last week. And um, yeah, go down the line. Right on, Devo Luter, welcome back. This is the sound of my voice. <laughs> Commander Dubs. I'm, just- I'm going to do commanders now. Commander Dubs. Hey. <laughs> Wait. No call us nerds? Yeah, no. what's up with the what up well, nerds? Actually, I, I kind of got that one out whenever I first joined into the channel. <laughs> oh, so that's for us, not... It wouldn't be. Yeah, no. Okay. That, yeah. Was, that was a direct insult to you, Chig. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Lieutenant Commander Data, hello. Hello, everybody. NL Hate mutes himself at exactly the wrong time. Hi, bud. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the person that calls us the nerd is also the person that just dropped 850 bucks on hardware. First off, <laughs> I did that two months ago. It just took it that long to get here. Yes. <laughs> and it's not just any yeah. hardware. It's, it's, it's a HOTUS. Nerd. Yeah. yeah. The nerd. Okay. $50 Hey. All right. Last. L- shut up. Last on the list. <laughs> but definitely not least. Uh, the fearless commander of the Loose Screws faction, Ty Worsham. Welcome back. Hey guys, an ice cream man's success is literally defined by how well they can lure children out of their houses with treats. <laughs> Uh, what? This is a fun fact. Didn't two YouTubers get canceled by about that (laughs) this week? Uh oh. The no, they're defined by how much they look like Clint Howard. That's how successful. (laughs) Last Man is a legitimate business. I ain't talking about diddling no kids. So, (laughs) well, I was just curious why you were you were studying ways to lure kids out of the house. But man, I had this app on my phone. It's like about it's like fucked up shower thoughts. I don't know why it's called fucked up shower thoughts, and that was that was today's. I have an idea why. <laughs> Shit, most of them are just like 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 an executioner sharpening his axe is not menacing. He's trying to make your death more more pleasant. Huh. Huh. Well, okay, yeah, that's wow. See, they're not all about little kids. Just today's was. I don't know. That See, second one was pretty rough too. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy, unless of course you're bad at grammar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, welcome everybody. <laughs> Listen up uh, on this podcast that I'm going to try desperately to keep on track. I I felt like, by the way, I performed very badly last week. I was unimpressed by myself on the podcast, and I think I did a bad job of keeping things organized and on track, and I think it was one of our less good episodes. Well, and me, that's on me. me. So, I'm tr- I, oh, uh-oh. 
let me break in here and comment on that real quick. So first of all, I was going to say I think Ty mm. Worsham came back because he's trying to save the sinking <laughs> ship after no, the steaming pile no, I left no. on the podcast last week. No, no, no. I, I so okay. I'm going to be in and out a lot, but and I know me coming back right around as Odyssey's announced makes me look very look makes me look very look very fair fair weathery. But I've been listening to the show and I listened to last week's episode. I thought last week's episode was fine. I didn't have anything negative to say about it. So I'm not real sure where your negativity and your uh, being uh, criti- <laughs> critical on yourself is coming from. But let me just say this, man. There were all, if you go back and listen to episode one through about 10, there's a lot of bad in there that I did. <laughs> there's a lot of bad. My best is still head and shoulders below your worst. So, did I say that right? Your worst is head and shoulders above my best. It depends what you meant. If you, Shit. If you can't handle <laughs> Jam Tracks at his worst, you don't deserve Ty Worsham at his best. Yes, thank you. That's, that'll work. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll do. I'm, oh, boy. I, I'm in awe of your guys' verbal skills. Magnificent. If we, well, if we were um, a podcast, thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's... Very kind of you to say. However, I'm still going to try to do better. Uh, in that um, in that vein, I have tried to organize my thoughts uh, before we even begin the episode. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, who knows? Whatever. Uh, so um, there's lots of stuff going on this week. Probably not entirely Odyssey-focused episode. There, Although we do have some Odyssey news, the, the genetic scanner minigame uh, that everyone was complaining about has been deleted uh phase four is set to begin this coming wednesday april 28th and the snapshot is happening tonight so we'll talk about that um odyssey's release date has been announced as may 19th there was a tweet about the adamaster hesperus story mystery business um which i'm taking to mean perhaps if you haven't gone to see it get out there quick in case something changes and you you miss the ships the uh, dredger and whatnot and a new community goal started today. So that's what's going on. And we're going to talk about all of it. Um, has anybody, uh, let's see, I haven't, I haven't done like what's been going on this week. Dub's got, finally got his verbal sticks. Let's start there. Yes. After, after much, much waiting, which is, uh, say the most annoying part is the fact that I ordered the stick first. The throttle second. Got the throttle first, stick second. I mean, there was some funny Eesh. business with things not shipping, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they took the payment a month before they actually shipped it, which they're supposed to take the ma- payment right before they ship it. So it took them a month to get the back order done, and then they took the payment, and then it took them another month and some change to actually put it on, you know, give it to FedEx, and then FedEx like stopped updating me for like a week and then it just like randomly Hmm. appeared in like uh memphis or some shit i don't know it was just funky the whole time damn but hey it's here and it's way way better than my last stick Right Which on. was the X fifty two? You can you can take a shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you just, can admit it, it. Good. It is what it is. It's it, a price range thing. So in order in order to give my wife the X fifty two, I downgraded my stick back to a Logitech Extreme three D, and I hated myself the entire time. 
<laughs> but oh, hey, dear. okay, it's over. Yep. Um, Chig, uh, we didn't have you last week. What you been up to besides working apparently yourself to death? Yeah, well, that's I've complained about the whole work thing for a while, and I've talked about quitting for a while and i finally put in my resignation and stuff and they've decided to close instead of trying to replace me they've decided just to shut it down <laughs> which i don't know I, i'll take that as flattering because they're like no way we can replace this oh, wow. guy. let's just close it so uh that's what i'm going through right now is shutting down a business and you know there's you know cars on rent reservations in the future you know all kinds of fun stuff so i've been working some long hours dealing with e- i mean last night wow. i was dealing with phone calls and emails till almost 10 o'clock. Um, but uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel and then I'm going to be unemployed for a couple months, but still getting paid. So life is going to be uh, full of video games for this guy. And uh, Hooray. Uh, that, hey. that's what, what I'll be doing. Yeah. I mean, I like was so fried in the evening. I like wasn't even coming on discord just cause I just didn't have the energy mm. to try to to try to talk you know usually i hop in on your streams and stuff and i just i, I just didn't have it but now that we it was you. just it was actually just two days ago that you know some final decisions uh were made so now there's kind of light at the end of the tunnel and i'm i'm super pumped so that that's my life so what i'm hearing Sweet. is that if we need another fleet carrier rescue mission Chig is nope, about to have nope, all nope, the time nope. in the world. <laughs> not, not, no, I did my turn. Teflon has done his yeah. turn. It's somebody else's say, turn. That is I mean, I think, to do a I think data, data was next on the list. Well, I've, I've contributed to all of them, so that adds up to one full rescue that I've I've contributed done. to all of them and done one. So <laughs> right now, I... I'm not going to start complaining about fleet carriers. It's just very, very tedious. I have no desire. I will sell my fleet carrier before I have to go a 30,000 light year trip again to rescue. Which we very much appreciated. <laughs> Avoid yes, that was, that was very cash money of you. Yes. I, I, yes, it was. I'm <laughs> broke. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Devo also uh, didn't have you last week. What's what's been shaken, man? I'm sure you were all crestfallen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was a little bit. I yeah. really like dad, your yeah. new segment. <laughs> oh it's, well, you're gonna be bummed out this week because I barely had time to uh, put together a bunch of notes. I've been uh, uh, busy doing a bunch of audio work and stuff, but. Um, uh, on the uh, non-elite dangerous show that I have to deal with. But um, I've committed myself this week to getting uh, triple elite, and I'm not going to be distracted by anything else until I get there. So the only thing standing in my way is about 70% <laughs> deadly uh, progression that I need. Point of go, clarification. Go after TBC, scrub. Mm-hmm. Point of qu- clarification: Are you committed to getting triple elite this week, or have no. you committed this week to getting triple elite? I've committed this week to no longer be goofing around with other silly things like, "Oh, I need to go get engineering material." I don't give uh, a you know what about that stuff for now. I will not stop fighting uh, in wars until I get triple elite. So right now, I'm at deadly thirty percent. 
And my goal is to get it done 1% a day. That's what I need. What you should do is go after Quad Elite and then become committed. What's that like? <laughs> they put well, this jacket on, on you and the sleeves go all yep. the way around. Padded room. That's right. <laughs> now we have to start going for Hex Elite. But yeah, that, like, soon yeah. enough. Yeah. Hexadeca. <laughs> soon enough, whenever consoles, consoles get their share, then you'll have to go to that. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, yep. Yep. And we want to talk about some wars. Oh, uh, that's exactly where I'm at. That's where I've been, and I'm hard at work. All right. All right. More on that in a minute. First, yep. Data. Data, what's been up with you? Hey. Well, after fueling up Teflon's carrier for that rescue last week, got back into the BGS work, which was much missed during the expedition. Um, but like ran to several elect days of elections in a row across different systems, which makes for a nice relaxing, you know, evening, a couple of nights a week. But those those missions get old to me pretty fast. Curring, couriering, rearing data around, stealing stuff, political prisoners. Careering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last night got in got got into some war. Warren. Are you having fun. a stroke? <laughs> Smell burnt toast. English is hard. <laughs> It was a nice change of pace. And speaking of Chig being broke, I thought I would take tonight to go laser mining during the show. Oh, dear. So I'm <laughs> scraping some platinum off of some asteroids out here. Yeah, that's cool. I have also been running a lot of election stuff as well as other things. Now, I found um, I, I did a stream on Monday and Tuesday and basically just did uh, elections and BGS stuff on them. And it was... Very fun. I like to break it up by the very, very fun uh, combat stuff that we've been doing on the side of the election. So I load up on missions mm. for both and go out and kind of tackle everything all at once. And that, that kind of kept it a little more flavorful, although tonight it's, it's election only because I don't do combat while I'm podcasting. Hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's been up this past week, my man? Uh, I've been doing some very specific mining. Uh, and and uh, wringing my hands together and petting my big fluffy white cat in my spinny chair. Uh, so and, uh, evil then. Pointing the pinky at your mouth. Oh, I did. I did run across uh, a redacted in in our Discord, and uh, they volunteered to redact. Uh, and uh, I've committed some outside. Uh, Assets to a specific thing. But that's all redacted. Speaking of redacted okay. and what I've been all doing right. this week, I've been playing a little bit of Control, that, that, another game. Oh, a different oh. game. I've been unfaithful. That game's a lot of fun. If you're into I've, like the, the SCP stuff, it, it's, a, it's a good game. People should check it out if they're interested. That sort of thing. What's an SCP? Special containment protocol. Huh? Yeah, like paranormal. It's paranormal very David Lynchian. 
that game. Yeah, like a I like see. a like I a see. federal bureau tasked with the paranormal. <laughs> we we can I do acronyms again if you want. We can just co- completely derail the bill. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, hey, did we interrupt you? No, I was finished. All right. Ty Worsham, I I was about to say what you've been doing this past week. I saw you in the stream on Tuesday. You were nice mm-hmm. enough to drop by, which is very fun. And by the way, I've received word that other people enjoyed our conversation on the stream about consoles and crossplay and whatnot. Very cool. Um, what you've been doing the past, how long has it been since you've been on the show? Oh, a couple I of think months? I've- I don't think I've been on the actual show in a couple of months and I'm going to try to start making it more often. I think I said that last time, but poop happened. And, um, I, I basically just been working and I've been, I got roped into playing Valheim by a buddy of mine and that game is addicting as all get out. I don't like things. I do not like, uh, survival games or, um, uh, building games. I just don't like them. They're just not my thing. I get them, but they're just not my thing. And, oh my God, they're just, this one here is just engrossing. It, 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 it got me. Is it because you're playing with somebody else? Because I've, I've got it and I've got um, a couple hours into it. I just, it hasn't hooked me yet. It, it, the, the thing got me is because, uh, you know, my, my, my heritage is Norwegian. Um, from on my mom's side, on my mom's side, my grandma came from Norway on a damn boat. So I'm like all up in the Viking stuff. And sure enough, this the whole Viking overtones in it. I'm just like, oh my God, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. So and plus you can drive a ship in that game. I don't know another You're one where you can drive primal. a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I need to rape and pillage a little bit, so. Maybe less on the right part, but more on the bullish part. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Your priorities are backwards. (laughs) Well, that's what they did. I mean, shit. (laughs) Vikings were not great people, you know? Yeah, but they can't win a Super Bowl. Fuck. No. Rubbing it in. I've actually been playing a fair amount of the uh, alpha as well. Um, This alpha is good. Um, I've had some weird bugs. It, it, they haven't we told, all? They talked about that release date, like the nineteenth. That 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 really does not feel like it's. It feels like it's about two or three more months out. To be honest with you, blew my mind. Yeah, like I'm looking at what they got. I'm like, oh yeah, we got two or three months. May nineteenth. Oh, maybe the marketing nope. department hasn't gotten word of all the feedback from the dev team yet. <laughs> and the game is good. All right, but here's what I'll say about it. If you go back and listen to episode one and two, when we were first talking about this expansion before they even announced it, I said early on that if they do this thing where they teleport you from inside the ship to outside of the ship, it's going to feel like something's missing. And it feels like something's missing. Like when you just hit disembark and you just teleport outside, man, it, it, it feels just, it feels like two separate games is what it feels like, which is kind of okay. But I don't know, man. It just, there's just, it feels like there's a gap there. And I really hope they do some stuff to to close that gap. Have you tried a a VR headset yet? Yeah. Um, I have not had great success. 
Um, have it, a, it makes the thing you're saying very more noticeable. Yeah, I will say that as well. Um, I mean, because it, it switches to the cinema screen. Um, yeah, so it's like there's a very clear demarcation of this is a different part, and for some reason the like the the fade to black and the sound of the steps of the person sort of walking through the ship uh, to go to the chair or from the chair is somehow more obvious in VR to me anyway. I I completely agree. Me too. What it kind of feels like it feels like. You know when you hit the home button in VR and you go to that little uh, screen, it feels like you're 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 teleporting to that screen and then playing a separate game inside of that screen. Like I've actually seen mm, mods where yeah. people put like Nintendo emulators inside of that screen where they can be in VR and play a Nintendo. I don't know why the fuck you'd want to do that, but you can do that. You know, because the screen looks huge. It looks like it's a ten foot wide screen. Yeah, because you want to stretch out eight bit graphics. That's what you want to do. Exactly. But, <laughs> I mean, people do it, you know, and they love it, yeah. and I I don't understand it, but whatever. So. I, I will. So so just to throw one one more thing out, um, I actually forget who mentioned it. You know, it might have been Malik. Uh, but so the cinema VR is now an option in that version of the game. Whereas before the, the VR options or the headset head mounted display options, I should say specifically, um, were the speaker changes. So you can either be speakers or headphones. So if you're playing VR, this depends on where you want to hear the audio from. So it'll orient to how you turn your head or it won't depending on that setting. But now there's the cinema setting. So you can set it so that it will play the cinema in VR. So, like, for example, if people have um, trouble with motion sickness, especially the SRV or something, you can very easily in the menu now just switch it to cinema, hmm. um, which I kind of, I think that's that's rather nice. And he pointed that out as like, I have been playing in VR, like I have an iron stomach in VR, but if I spend a lot of time on rough terrain in the SRV, it starts to get to me. Uh, and so when I would go like material farming or something like raw mat farming at the crystal sites or something, that kind of like sustained thing where you're often on rough ground and going up and down hills, it's like even with the horizon, even with the horizon center setting on and stuff like that, it's, it's hard. So now I'm not going to have to like reboot the game and kick myself out of the headset. I'm just going to kick it onto cinema and then I don't feel the sickness and then I can kick it back to the regular when I get back to the ship. So that's nice. Consolation. That's a glass half full. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I, the, uh, the biggest transition for me with VR, just real quick, was the audio. Like the way it felt like you were going from this surround sound to like this 2D thing. And it it's very disjointing. It doesn't feel it feels it feels very weird. I don't like it. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to yeah. say. <laughs> All right. How's well, your week hey. been, Dan? Before you sneak away, you, you asked everybody oh, else. We uh, need to know what you've been up to, sound boy. My week was I hadn't um, I hadn't done any streams in a while, in almost two weeks, and I was feeling the itch. And I got to so I I got to do that on Monday and Tuesday. Worked the election, the BGS, and stuff. felt felt good. And um, kind of back in the saddle. I had been waiting because I was changing some of the stuff over on my setup. Uh, my streaming setup, trying to split over to a two-computer streaming setup. And I only had like half the equipment because it was all this delays in getting it here. But I actually have it all now as of today. Um, so next time I'll be like fully switched over to that system, I think, which is uh, nice because as 
much as a 3080 can totally handle single PC streaming for most everything, um, VR really does kind of push things to the limit. And I keep adding like, oh, I'm going to make this overlay I have better. Oh, I'm going to make this alert cooler and have an animation. And um, that stuff really starts to add up on the CPU side. Um, but anyway, I don't need to talk about that crap. Yeah. It's, well, it, yeah, it'll my be offloaded to a different computer. <laughs> my 2080 couldn't handle the Odyssey Alpha and streaming at the same time. It oh, just, that's, uh, a different, was just that's a different story. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have... <laughs> well, it's odd because in the... And the Odyssey Alpha, because the the render pipeline is so unoptimized, it's not even. I mean, it, it is like a certain level. The thirty eighty brute forces it a little bit, but there are places on the surface where I get down below fifty hertz, mm. and it's when I I looked at that, and it's not pinning the CPU, or, or it's not you know pinning the GPU. It's not going one hundred percent usage. It's in the sixties. So something else is going on. Like there's other things. It's not totally overloading the hardware. Um, but anyway, that's that's Odyssey. You'd totally be able to do it in the regular game for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. One other thing in the headlines that uh, the snapshot thing. Are we talking about that later, or I'm just curious what ship you guys? It says that it's only going to be the ship you're on. No fleet carriers. Not the rest of your fleet. You're only getting the one ship. Yeah. Craft you have. So I'm curious. Yeah. What no, ship we can do that now. What. What ship you're going to use? Can, can, right. So, mm-hmm. so the can news, I ask a quick sorry, question okay. before we go into that? I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just want to ask. No, does this, the way they're doing the snapshot does it feel really weird to anybody else the way they're doing this one? Yes. Yeah. Do do, do so we have specific. like a logical reason why that so they're doing caveats. it this way? No. Let me let me call up the forum thread because they did write a little bit more about it, and maybe we'll maybe we'll gain some insight here. So, um, the news is that. Um, May 19, yeah. So May 19 is the release, but the um, phase four is going to begin on Wednesday the 28th. And in order to do that, this is the phase where they're taking the snapshot and putting us into essentially the main game, but it is not right. exactly the main game. So in the in the past when we've had betas, they have snapshotted the entire game and everything is normal except you're playing in the update. Um, this is not that way. They are carrying over your credits and whatever ship you're in at the time. If you're in an SRV at the time, you will be teleported back to whatever ship that SRV came from. And that's what you're going to have. You have your credits, you're not carrying over fleet carriers, and they said, though, they are going to have the ability to buy fleet carriers. So you could buy a fleet carrier in the beta or in the alpha and 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 use it that way. Um, about the snapshot. The snapshot will include... Oh, this is the stuff I already said. Um, in order to begin... Let's see. So the, the point of this is that um, uh, phase four is going to focus on compatibility testing. Um, I feel like that's the clue that we're being given as to why that's being done differently. Um, and then, of course, full patch notes aren't coming until the, the 28th actually happens. So... Um, but I, I, that struck me. Compatibility testing, that was the first time I'd seen that yet. So do you think this has something to do with it? What are they actually looking at that they needed to erase, or they needed to not carry over our full complement of ships and so on? The the thing that gets me about it is the them not moving over the fleet carriers. Because... Like, why would you not want people's fleet carriers over? Like, no, very few people who've already purchased a fleet carrier are going to have enough money to buy a second, effectively buy a second fleet carrier. 
and no one's going to decom the free sure carrier don't. for the snapshot. You know, so I don't, I don't right. quite understand. Like it'd be cool, like if they're like, "Hey, here's five billion credits, so you can, everybody can buy a fleet carrier and, and try it out." That would be cool. But or if you have a yeah. fleet, fleet carrier, here's five billion credits, so you can rebuy it. But that's not but what are, they're doing. Are you even going to be able to buy a fleet carrier? That might be turned off. They might not just want fleet carriers. No, it it, it says it says it right does. here, um, fleet carriers that commanders currently own will not be transferred across with them to phase four. However, we are aiming to add the ability to purchase fleet carriers oh. during the phase itself. They're aiming wow. to add the ability. So I just said that. <laughs> well, now, now, <laughs> okay, now, gotcha. Think about the way they phrase it during the phase. Does that yep. mean the beginning of it, middle of it, or the end of it? That's how I took it. At some point during, I think they want right. us in there flying our ships first and then, you know, then tying in the ability to move fleet carriers because we, you know, the could be troubles this they is, have at times. And this is a bit just, of a walking back from that image they put out when they laid out all four phases. Right. Under right. phase four, they say carriers, ships, fighters, and SRVs can be used. Yeah. Well, it's compatibility they, with existing they're, they're not, mechanics. They're Which, not backing too much because they're saying that they're aiming to have those in during this phase at some point. So mm-hmm. cut them a little slack. I, I think I think phase four, when we get in there and see what it is, that's when we're going to know whether May 19th feels really soon. It, it struck me as well. Like I thought that was sooner than I was expecting. However, uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the difference between phase two and three as far as the optimizations are concerned, like if you've tried the alpha in VR then that's the point where you're pushing things hard enough to notice that a lot of stuff got better as far as the optimizations. Um, but it's obviously it's not there yet. But I, I think I think you know we'll we'll see we'll see what what it what it looks like. I mean th- this also is a, a longer gap than the other phases were. So I don't know. I don't, again I just don't know how to I don't know how to code a game. So I can worry. But I just like I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to, to code stress a game, about it. But here's what I do know: the way they've kind of done this alpha is in modules, and it kind of felt like when we got to the phase four, they're gonna be like, "All right, so here's where we take all the modules and push them into the game." And now instead of them doing that, it feels like they're taking another module or another group of modules and pushing it out and saying, "Okay, here's the pieces we want to test. We're not ready to test everything because we still know it's broke." But here are the pieces we want to test. Oh, and by the way, it's coming out in a month. Yeah. It, it they feels are, like phase I mean, in, four is a multiple phase of its own right now. Right. Maybe, it, maybe. But, it, they, but, they, but in letting us choose what ship we're going to be in, they are putting all the ships in the game. They're just making everybody – well, but what you're going to be able to buy ships and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't understand exactly what the difference would be uh, unless it's it, just like server space or something. Well, even if even if you take fleet carriers out of the equation and just said, okay, only we're only letting you do your 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 inventory, your fleet. Okay, why, why can't why are you just making me do one ship instead of the forty that I own? It's just they really might be weird. Stored on fleet carriers, they might be stored on fleet carriers, and for some well, reason they can't turn those on. <gasps> See, All right, everybody right, log off while parked on a fleet carrier tonight. See, I'm doing that tonight. I'm purposely doing that. I'm logging oh, off on, on my fleet carrier because I want to know what happened. Okay, that's actually, that, that thing, so the thing about your, your ships are going to be on a fleet carrier, that actually, I think that's it. 
Because think about it, like they're not actually re- only adding certain ships to the game because mm-hmm. obviously we could be in any ship. But uh, obviously if, well, I don't know. I think this is obvious. Maybe it's not. But if I, when I log out tonight on my fleet carrier, my sh- whatever ship I was sitting in on my fleet carrier is just going to appear there in space. I yeah. mean, clearly, right? So that, mm-hmm. but that's it. Like you would have twenty-seven ships appear in space, or you'd have to delete them. I bet that that'd be harder for the server to adapt to than um, putting the putting them in. I thought you said move. you weren't a coder, tracks. How do you know it would be tougher? <laughs> huh? Huh? Smarty pants? Well, not to sound like you caught him quiet. You caught him red-handed. Not to sound like a complete asshole here. I mean, a database is the database. It, it, whether you copy one portion or all of it, it's it's kind of the same moves because it's all the right, same but, database. Okay. So what happens when you decommission a fleet carrier and there are ships parked on it? They move to the nearest shipyard or whatever. So the game would have to reconcile that for everybody. Yeah, but at not everybody time. has a fleet carrier. I mean, no, but oh, but at the but same time, I every see ship that's parked on a fleet carrier, it would have to do that. This way, they don't have to. It's the one ship. You don't have to deal with ships are stored on this station or this fleet carrier or anything like that. Hmm. I think that's it. Yep. I'm gonna be FK a little bit, guys. Thank you. I heard a guinea. Okay. Yeah, I heard a guinea pig and he ran away. That was a front wires. A guinea pig requires his playtime. Yep. He better come back because so. he's got to be here for chick chat. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Are we good on that topic? Because I'm ready to hit some squadron update. You? Well, did it, anybody say what ship they were going to take? That was the original question. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> ready to move on? <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to take this Mission Runner crate. I'm going to put an SRV in it before I log off. Courier? Yeah. Mission Runner Python for me. Corvette. You, Dubs? Huh? I'm going to be in my Exploration Anaconda. <laughs> of course you would. Why would yes. you? Because <laughs> it can do everything. You'll find the Thargoid surface site. Yeah, that's why it's I'm, in there. I'm going my vet because it's basically just a you know, fight, you know, CZ fighter, but also has a SRV bay in it and a fighter and just, it can do everything. So I'm just going to be ready. So I guess that's, that answers that question. All right. All right. That's the size of it, huh? All right. Um, Let's, let's figure out what's been going on with this squadron. Everybody's been talking about. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Oh boy, it it has been a very impressive week. Uh, The Fars conglomerate has had the crud kicked out of them in the Fates system. They're in a control war for their system with not one, not two, but four factions above them while they're in a control war. In their home system, which is Ouch. some really impressive bad luck for them. Truly, <laughs> I don't. I don't call it luck. <laughs> it was uh, uh, fun, hard work. 
we have several conflicts going in or that we're inv- going on or that we're invested in right now uh all over the place uh hip we're in an election woody woody we're invested in in a war uh because we want to be in woody woody because that's an awfully nice system and you know we need more dick jokes and <laughs> <laughs> we really don't all right <laughs> so if uh if any of your listeners took took part in the stuff going on in fates we can we can let fates rest we really need to focus on hip so we can get the forest conglomerate out of hip 4907 we also need to mm. to hit woody woody really hard because we're it's the, the the invasion war there isn't going the way we want it to. I, I think I know what's going on there, and I can probably use some words with the, with a certain person get it start going our way a little better. But we'll need we'll need people fighting there. We got a uh, one other war that slipped my mind somewhere that we're invested in. Uh, it's probably the last expansion we just had into Trua. Uh, Trua, yeah, yeah, war versus the Green Party. The status of fates could be summarized by the Simpsons uh, meme. Stop, stop, he's already dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff to do in the BGS. But you can talk about it real real quick. And it looks like I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, it's been fun. Uh elections can be the more boring kind of conflict, uh, but I've been spicing it up by popping over to Fates and grabbing just just a ton of assassination missions. And, um, oh boy, my crate's been getting a good workout. It's been good. It's been fun. Are you elite in combat? I'm not. I'm 33% deadly. I checked when Devo was talking about his uh, quest. Duh, you got me beat. 1% a day is, is a big step every day. It sure is. I am not I moving just at that 1%. pace. Like when we said that? No, yeah, within the last 20 minutes, I got another 1%. Yeah, it's not too hard, I've found, if you're if you're going into high-intensity war zones and just oh, I, kicking I didn't some say ass. I, earned, I didn't earn the entire 1% in the last 20 minutes. Like, it just went up 1%. <laughs> wow, wow. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week I was at, uh, I don't know, probably 24, and... Uh, Today I'm at 30, and it's just knocking out a percent a day, and it's not too grindy. You grab one, you know, just one mission and go out and kick some ass, and you could pretty much get it maybe after a couple of engagements. And earn some bank. Nice. Oh, a, a lot of money. Yeah. To go fight Food some of cash. Unless you're buying torpedoes. Yeah. <laughs> Or you can go get money mining platinum. Boring. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so thanks, Hate, for the squad update. Um, how about we do a Galnet news recap? What do you say? Sure. Do you want not? the music? I'm going to play the intro to the music because I think it's fun. We should make uh, a version of this that I don't have to stop in the middle. Do I need to, like, send you? Oh, boy. We'll get there. 
Devo's Super Rad Galnet Recap, April 1st. Oops, I let it go too long. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> April 1st and 2nd. I'll send, you, I'll send you the track without any uh, stuff on it. Yeah, just the uh, music, yeah. So uh, this week in um, Galnet, not very interesting. That's par for the course. Uh, Neo Marlinus <laughs> of Madrid sought out sanctuary and were granted conditional amnesty. Um, faction survivors fled to the Hyades sector and have been given political asylum in exchange for revealing the identities of NMLA leaders. Any comments? I don't know if I should just tear through these or stop after each brief snitches get hmm. stitches. Yeah, word up. <laughs> Am I right, dog? <laughs> Definitely. I, I'm not speaking. <laughs> All right. Uh, next story. The Proactive Detection Bureau discovered a dozen non-NMLA domestic terrorist cells. And that is pretty much justification for uh, its Domestic Counterterrorism Act, which... You know, the Democratic side of the Federation obviously hates. So Shadow President, uh, what's-her-face, is pining on. Uh. Next. (laughs) I don't have good segues for these stories. Petraeus must have such a boner about that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's delighted. A dick joke. Uh, Great. (laughs) Dick. Um, five new orbit sta- uh, starports will be constructed thanks to independent pilots assisting the Kumo Crew Syndicate with ceramic composites, semiconductors, polymers, and water purifiers. So if you took place in that uh, um, community, go, uh, go pick up your rewards from uh, Gabriel Enterprise. And um, the latest community goal is uh, ancient objects left behind by guardians have been requested by Aegis for a new anti-Xeno research program. Uh, Caskets, orbs, relics, tablets, totems, and urns can be turned into Aegis research at the Alexandria megaship in the Delphi system. And if they reach tier one, uh, the top 75% will have guardian Goss cannons unlocked and a free 2B Gauss cannon put in storage. So if you don't have it unlocked, that's a cheap way to go do it. Although, I, what's the difference? You're still yeah. going out and getting stuff. <laughs> well, it's a there's a lot less you have to get. If I didn't have them unlocked, this would be huge. I, I have like all the Guardian stuff unlocked, so right. I'm not interested. But yeah, yeah if but you if don't have it unlocked, that's a big deal. Yeah, you definitely want to get Gauss cannons. Uh, but what I'm saying is, if you're going all the way out to a Guardian site and getting a bunch of materials, why not stick around and just get the stuff to unlock it? Anyway, okay. Well, I mean, you should you should probably yeah, I agree. You should probably if you're going out there, you should pick up that stuff anyway. Um, but it's totally different stuff because the commodities that they're asking you to pick up are the ones that take up cargo. Uh-huh. And then deliver them. Um, that's totally different than the stuff you need for the actual unlocks. Um, yeah. They are, and they're they're found. Well, they're kind of found in both places, um, all over the place. Uh, yeah. If I was, if I didn't have them unlocked, now would be the time. And 
I would just gather, yeah, get the blueprints and stuff as well, because there's a lot more, you know, you, you have to unlock the size two Gauss cannon. You also have to unlock the size one Gauss cannon if you want to use that. Um, right. And some of the other weapons are fun too. The plasma chargers end up being kind of not great, but the shard cannons can be really good on larger ships. I um, mean, you absolutely have to have the frameship drive booster. Should be the first do, thing on the do. list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And finally, the, the the final story I I sort of quickly breezed over, and everyone else seems to know more about it than I do, which is perfect because that means I get to put my feet up and let you guys discuss. But it has to do with uh, the Atomaster, and if people remember, the Atomaster was the two hundred year old ghost ship that um, you know showed up and just had a beacon and didn't really deliver much outside of that or didn't deliver a message that you could understand this week. Well, I'll let you take it from there. If you know more about it offhand, this is the ship that's floating around Chukchin five B. Hmm. Data, you were just visiting there. Yeah. So that was, uh, what, uh, the Halloween event last year when the Adam master arrived home on autopilot. There was a, I think there was a, a beacon on it that you couldn't access. I don't remember that part exactly, but anyways, that's what led to um, discovery of the sites and some communications that suggested an earlier Tharkoid contact than was previously known. Well, just earlier this month, the beacon started giving a, a coded message. That you were able to see, thanks to some like de-encryption key from this mysterious person that calls himself Salvation, and that that message was what guided us to the Hesperus ship that had that had been claimed by this Scrivener clan of um, scavengers, essentially, with their um, dredging ship that finally made it back into the game, which was. Very neat. If you haven't gone out and visited that, just to fly around and fly your fighter into the maw of that thing and let it get chewed up. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's the furthest that the Adamaster sister ship Hesperus story has gotten. Oh, and when you... Spoilers, I guess. When you go to the... Visit the Hesperus and read the logs, it's a lot of encrypted data that you can't read so in other do, words you, you this story's going to go on yes you get a you get a mystery mission from salvation once you get out there to come back to this asteroid station can't remember uh t-tory i think is where yep t-tory that's the and you turn in the the data quote unquote there's just a secret mission turn in and they say okay we'll contact you when the next phase begins and that's that's all that's happened yeah. in game, and then this tweet came out. Well, the 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 messages were actually decoded, um, and it's a very fun read about what happened. It it appeared to oh, be, okay. yeah, it's on the wiki. So if you if you look this up, um, I don't know who decoded it or how, um, but I uh, you can go back and read the decoded version of the message, and it's a it's a cool story. It's worth a read. So do that, I would say go and experience it. The tweet that just happened um, a couple of days ago on the 19th, 
um, says, Feed interrupted incoming transmission. Commander, have you listened to the truth that the Hesperus has to tell you? We don't have long from salvation. And then it says, Feed restored. And there's an image there, a sort of distorted image of the two ships, hmm. um, the dredger and the Hesperus. So... Or is that two dredgers? Actually, now that I'm looking at it, I realize that's actually two dredgers in that picture. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's different because I'm looking at it right now. So so anyway, but that so that's that's the tweet. And I tell me if you guys read this differently, but that says to me like something is gonna happen soon-ish. Um so if you want to be on this <clears throat> secret mission with salvation, I would get out there to that system and and scan the Hesperus. Uh, soon and who knows maybe the ships aren't going to be there permanently i don't know right that's it for the news may 19th is soon yeah may 19th is soon that's a fact uh okay hey thanks for doing the news man yeah well i i I should been meaning to ask you and then forgot to to get a clip of that music that just like fades out or something so that'd be fun okay um Cool. Okay. Um, Here's what I want to do. And I have a feeling this is going to dovetail into who knows what else as far as like Odyssey talk and stuff like that. But the thing that's been sticking out to me, and I, I kind of wrote a bunch of my thoughts down so I can keep track of them. So I'll just kind of barrel through this and hopefully that will light everybody's fire and we'll have a, a good discussion. Um, the f- f- This is kind of generally about feedback in game development like this. I I think this is just something that kind of has to happen in this situation um, where they're developing an update for a game that's live. Um, Unless they kept it totally a secret, um, they involve us, the community, Mm. and I think some of it's definitely good, maybe some of it's actually bad. So... And would this feedback have been better if it was spread out more? I, I, I feel like everybody, the comments are like, but how are they going to have time to fix this and that and the other thing um, when it's so close to release? So maybe we should have had more feedback on the lo- along the way. However, is feedback sometimes detrimental? So I feel like the community gets itself into this kind of mob mentality sometimes. And despite our best efforts, we end up uh, getting essentially what we, in quotes, ask for. Um, so the the one big example from a while back that I'm thinking of is this um, open letter about, you know, that was some many, many moons ago, urging the devs to fix a bunch of bugs. And this got probably rightly responded to with some anger from some of the high ups, uh, FDEV and... It resulted in essentially the total halt of Galnet and events and story and all that stuff. While they, I guess, decided to acquiesce to the demands and dedicate themselves to bug fixes. And um, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, we we didn't come out on the other side of that going, ah, and that's the time that instancing got fixed. And that's the time that multi-crease started always working. (laughs) So I don't know. I In my memory, like, I'm sure there are things I'm forgetting, but I, I don't. Lean. I don't look back in my memory of those times as like, ah, man, those updates were really flowing when they weren't working on Galnet. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. But um, so that you know brings us up to now, where the whole point of this alpha is 
to get expanded testing, which is so helpful, I'm sure. And they keep telling us it's helpful. It has to be helpful. But specifically with phase three, when this um, exobiology stuff comes out and we encounter the gene scanning mini game, and generally it's too hard for one thing. And everyone's kind of complaining about a number of things. For one thing, it's too hard, um, which they fix. They quickly push out a hot fix that kind of uh, reduces the the difficulty of it a little bit. But it's essentially the same. But then the, the overall complaint is still that it's reaction based, and perhaps just generally misplaced. And I've seen a lot of that. That that sentiment seems to make sense, right? Like the the thing is sort of in the wrong place. Like the the part of the game that it happens in is exploration, which is typically a relaxing, not fast paced thing that you're, that you're doing. Yet you suddenly have to do this thing where you tap the button at exactly the right time. And it's really frustrating and difficult. And that seems like it's in the wrong spot. So maybe the mini game should have been in a different part of the process, or maybe it shouldn't have a mini game at all. Um, Although I feel like that's disappointing, personally. Like, I I worry about deleting all the friction out of a game. I worry that when players encounter something, it's like, well, this is difficult. I should just be able to click my way through this. We're on this slippery slope to um, essentially an idle game, where which is apparently a real genre of games where you, you're, you're essentially watching the game play itself and you occasionally have to push the button um, just, I guess, to prove that you're still watching it or something. But apparently that's a real thing. I think mostly... Or alive. Actually, I think <laughs> yeah, that's called Netflix. <laughs> it should be. And, and so, but, but, you know, I obviously realize that we're not anywhere near that with this. However, it's like there, there has to be an impediment to success or it's not a game, right? So there has to be a line somewhere where it's like, well, yeah, there really has to be success. This game, this mini game of the gene scanner was sort of similar in spirit to the subsurface mining thing where the thing's kind of moving and you hit the button at the right time. But that one we don't dislike. And why? I'm thinking, why is that? So it's because for one thing, it's... I mean, mining is not like a super fast reaction activity, but it works there. Now, why does it work there? Well, for one thing, it's it's not as difficult as this gene game was, but the rewards scale. So if you do well at it, you get a, a bigger payout. None of that's happening with the gene game. So all these things combine where it's possibly misplaced, it's too difficult, it has nothing to do with whether you succeed or not or, or whether how much your payout is. And the whole feedback is total rage and uproar. And what happens is it's very close to release. They probably don't have time to totally rework it or stick the game in the different part of the game loop where it makes more sense or something, so they just pull it. And so now we're left with a bunch of dev time was sunk into it. It's not going to be in the game. That decision's been made, and they've told us, like, we are not going to put a different puzzle in. It's just gone. They've totally confirmed that at this point. So... That's where we are. So did we screw ourselves over? Um, or did we need to have feedback in the process sooner? Who wants to go first? Those are my thoughts. I'll, I'll start yeah. so that hopefully some 
you know, the white knights after me can save it after I, I'm a little bit salty. <laughs> um, I, I think Exegius said it on when he was on Flight Assist on the Flight Assist podcast. He's like, he loves the game almost in spite of FDev at times. And when I, when I first heard him say that, I, I, it kind of clicked with me. I'm like, it kind of is that case. I love this game so much, but like with this mini game and stuff, it, at times it seems like they don't have a, a plan at times. You know, they, they try to do something and then people complain. I know this is an elf and we're supposed to give feedback and then things evolve, but then they just completely throw it out the window. And I don't buy that it was hard thing. I, I didn't even try it. I don't know. But this game has such a huge learning curve. Everything is hard in the beginning. And you can learn to do anything. So the fact that it was hard, I, I don't like that argument. But at times, it just it's like that the family argument. It's like, you know, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? And that's like they're just throwing stuff out there and seeing what the consensus of, oh, well, the noisiest voices shout down so they get rid of it and then they just go with what they want. I wish that, you know, they would just make the game, you know, they made an amazing game that I love. I wish that they would kind of stick to their guns and make us stick out some of these ideas, even if they're not great. We don't know until we play it for a little while, you know, a week. I mean, it, what took less than a week for that yeah, mini like game I, before? Shit. I yeah. complained a lot about it last week and had a bit of a better time after fixing stupid graphics settings that I had, I can get yeah, some, well, better, some better frames. Too, yeah. Is, is uh, you know, uh, accessibility, you know, colorblind people and stuff, they go, you know, doing something. It just seems, I don't know, seems colorblind to not see that that, that could what? be an issue. Truly, frust truly. frustrating to me about the response was I now would hesitate to use the word lazy, but it's like the, just like the path of least resistance almost was taken immediately like if you if you miss something up and you get a comment on anything like in your job if you get a review like hey this isn't working out so good it you can't just say okay well I'll just delete that sentence out of this report and then it's then it's all done it's all good now okay <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> so that's kind of what it's like to me you know by us by the community being as vocal as it is and them so eager just to get rid of it did we shoot ourselves in the foot by uh, by being as uh uh vociferous i guess i'm just making up words at this point and and, and what we were saying you know it, it wasn't me i i didn't get a chance to get in the alpha at all in phase two or well phase two briefly what? but i didn't get in phase three at all so i i just i just saw the complaints and heard you guys you know last week and a couple other shows talking about it and i i I don't know, but man, give it a chance. Yeah, or make some tweaks to it, or I don't know. Don't, don't just. Yeah, but they've got a May nineteenth release date yeah. now. They can't. They can't rework things too much. They're you yeah. know up against it now. Uh, Diva, what do you got? Well, I was gonna say, I honestly, I I feel that the uh, the concept of community feedback oftentimes is just an illusion. You know, they have the game that they want to make. They'll try some things, and if it goes south, they know if it stinks without people even needing to say something. Honestly, I'm sure they put that in there, going, "Let's see if the this raises any ire." And the second it does, it's like, "Yeah, that confirms what we thought." This 
this mm. thing sucks. And it's just easier to cut it. Quite honestly, hmm. you know, That's I find the most dev time though. Ouch. But it's probably not that much for all I don't know. I don't know anything about coding. <clears throat> uh I think I think data actually like scratched where the actual problem was while he was talking. And I I became quite jaded in the beta during the first phase and only gave it a, a second chance once so far. And I, I did have a, a better experience the second time. But uh that ge- that minigame might not be as hard once the Odyssey has actually been optimized so that the regular compute machines that we do use to play the game, because not everybody has a thirty eighty. Uh, once once we can get you know forty. Wait, or what 50 did he just six- say? Well, ignore him. <laughs> ignore him. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> the, that mini game might not be as hard as as it had been at sixty or more frames a second. It might be that. A lot of people are not getting 20 frames a second while they're trying to do it. Maybe the you could be optimistic and think maybe the door is not as closed as that tweet or whatever made it appear. Maybe behind the scenes they're working on, they will, are or will work on something to replace it somehow. It's just gone for the time being. I don't know. I mean, That's true. Well, I mean, there were there were things that came in in later updates, like um, I, I'm I'm thinking of uh, uh, well, like the DSS and stuff was in later parts of the Beyond section, right? I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was one of the I mean, updates. Like, what about uh, not to get off the 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 mini game side of it, but I mean, even like the suit loadout concept, why? You know, can you have to be in a specific suit to use a specific tool and stuff like that? It just seems odd to me. Mm-hmm. So that's a weird. I think I, I think I understand why that is, but um, okay, hold okay. hold on, Ty. Did you um, you just got back, right? Yeah. So so did you I hear? Foresee- did you hear? Okay, go, go, go ahead. I, I, I was going to them- say, do you need an intro into the topic? I've been listening for a minute or two, but I I can see the, I could, I can foresee them either combining the tools or let you cross, like let let you move the tools from suit to suit somehow. I could foresee them doing that, Uh, but they're going to do something. If they do that, they're going to do something to make it to where it's like you have to take the suit to a shop to get it to move or something to basically to where you can't change loadout while you're there. Like one, like you're on a, uh, a planet you actually have to go to a station just like you would with your ship. I could, yeah, I could but it's like a hand tool. Why does what tool well, you're holding in your hand? It's, it's not I'm just so the hand tool. I mean, there's more differences between the suits. It, the, the whole lore behind it, you know, again, Elite Dangerous uh, RPG is that, you know, like all the computer components are inside of the spacesuit, it's not in the hand tool. Yeah, the but tool you can take just, like an exploring type ship and a uh, you know, make it uh, a combat ship, not the greatest combat ship, but at least you can do combat, you know, you know, I, that, that's where I'm coming from. You'd think that you'd mix, mix, mix and match these suits just a little bit. 
which is yeah, which is more reasons aren't going to fully justify anything though because we can say we can argue one way or the other and there's always exceptions to lore when they have to make them for the sake of the game. So I think that the main thing that we're trying to get to with having the different suits locked into their their particular auxiliary tool is that they are I see it as trying to correct what a lot of people see as the mistake that happened with engineering where they eliminated the the Tetris part of the game, the thing that CQC still has, right? Like there are, you, you can't fully optimize everything. You have to pick a weakness essentially. And so each suit has a strength, but also has a requisite weakness to go along with it. And this is like, maintaining that weakness that the ships that sort of eliminated that by some of the way that we can engineer an FDL to have a strong power plant. So get get back to the rock, paper, scissors kind of mentality. That's my presumption. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I'm saying though, is that I think that I think the way it is right now is simply because just like you said, they're, they're working for balance. But I also think that there's going to be a point where they're like, all right, let's let's pull this off, and maybe you engineer your suit, but there'll still be something you have to give up to make it balance out somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we could have. Um, I mean, the the differences we notice right away in the suit are besides like shield and armor strength, but like the jetpack strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, the battle suits the weakest, and the exploration suits the strongest. So, if we start getting into engineering and finding that we can put stronger jetpack onto the <laughs> battle suit, then then we're in the same boat that we were with ships. We can we can fix the Tetris essentially. Right. We can fix the rock paper scissors. Yeah, I'm I'm not necessarily I want them not necessarily saying I want them to. Do, I really like having to have different suits for different different things. It makes sense to me. Yeah, maybe, but not, I like, maybe not from a logical point of view, but from a gameplay gameplay point of view, it makes sense. Yeah, but something as simple as you mentioned the the exploration suit has the best jetpack, mm-hmm. but but it's has a lot less armor. But why not still be able to the two weapons so you can be a fast moving troop jumping over buildings? You still get to swap weapons instead of just being exploration. I, you I, know, I, I don't know. My my best answer to that is is that I still believe that season. To because effectively, this is season one of Odyssey, like when it launches May 19th. Season two of Odyssey, or whatever the hell they're going to call it, and I, maybe season's not the right word, but you know, whatever the next little big patch they do for Odyssey, there will be one where they're like, All right, so here's engineering for Odyssey, and it may not be true engineering, but it'll be something like that. Gotcha. I don't know. At the end of the day, if we're talking about you know, feedback and, and people making noise to make changes. Just put in artificial fucking gravity already so we can put that <laughs> so to bed. Be done with that. Yes, because the more I think about it, the more that that's the way to go with it. Because especially if we eventually get ship interiors, you know, and you can board other people's ships, the combat that would go on, and then if you knock out their gravity generator, it becomes a zero-G situation. I just think there's so much gameplay possibility by there's a reason so many sci-fi shows just go with artificial gravity because it just it's easy and (laughs) opens up more possibilities the the number one reason why so many shows go with artificial gravity is because it's it's easier to shoot you know it's it's easier for them to shoot from a from a camera thing it just makes sense well yeah um and i kind of think i kind of think what you're saying is 100 percent right i think that um and so 
the artificial gravity thing is a great big lore for lack of a better term, faux pas that they're going to have to figure out some way to get across because in all of the lore of elite dangerous, there is no artificial gravity aside from spinning station type of thing. The center central yeah, fusion. Yeah. 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 Trifigal. Yep. Yep. So they, they've already kind of gotten rid of some of the Newtonian physics thing because of the, the way the ships fly, you know, there's, there's a max speed, you know, with if with FA off, there's a there's still a max speed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Um, but the reason they did that is because that way you actually have dogfighting instead of these jousting battles that all other Newtonian games become. So yeah, jousting that makes, at super cruise speeds, right? It, it, it <laughs> right. makes perfect sense. So there's going to come a point in which the gameplay is going to overrule the the lore, and I don't know where that is. Um, I will say that. The way the game is now, it feels weird not having ship interiors. It feels really bad. I don't. It feels really bad in my opinion. I but if they were to do ship interiors with this, uh, you know, artificial gravity thing that they put in, and maybe it's just artificial gravity in some areas. I don't know how they would do it, but there's plenty of sci-fi reasons to have artificial gravity. So. I think that I, I think it's time that they put it in and just just to hell with the people who are, who are gonna blow up about it from the from the lore perspective because people will blow up about it. Hmm. I if I had my druthers, I'd want them to go the other way and just let the art department solve it because I think everything's currently fine in the game as is, mm-hmm. uh, except for the graphics on the outposts, and that's it. And all they got to do is draw them so that everything's strapped down like it's on a ship or out in space and that everybody's using closed covered cups. That's it. And you're done, basically. Um, and I think that'd be fine. And all sippy cups, right. And then, yep. uh, But you wouldn't need to get, get the art department involved if you just say, hey, we have artificial gravity now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I think that's more fun. Um, but... Uh, and then, um, and then, if we get ship interiors, that gives us the possibility that, like, we could someday have, you know, be able to turn your mag boots off, like we turn drive assist off, and you know, leap around and grab onto the other wall or something. I think stuff like that would be great. That's a very yeah, but someday thing. But you could still whatever. do that with artificial gravity. You just we're just going to flip the gravity off because we don't know how the hell it works. I mean, we don't know how the hell going yeah, beyond the speed right. of light works right now. You know, I just. The well, fact I mean, the crate has a but, fucking but, but, coffee maker, I just sorry. your way is a retcon and mine isn't. <laughs> so, so, so I, here, that's why I think it's easier. Here, here's here's the thing. From a for me, like I think about how they they make they I'm using air quotes here, y'all can't see, but they make artificial gravity work on other sci-fi stuff. Is I think of Star Trek where they have like these plates, which each you know, meter by meter plate or whatever size they create. I don't know, but each one has like a little gravity, uh, gravity plating, which the gravity plating is like a subspace weight that kind of pulls people down that. And, you know, there's a few episodes of Star Trek here and there where they talk about being able to feel the difference between this deck plate and that, and that deck plate, because the gravity is off between the two, which is kind of a cool idea. We are, we are, why doesn't that screw up their warp bubble? Yeah. Uh, man, you just look. <laughs> just something I'm you just saying, have to this is more problematic than you realize. I think it's well, easier well, to just draw in the mag boots. 
but, but you see, the, the thing is, is that is like they're able to that's how they're able to explain away. Like when they lose all power, they still have gravity because the deck plates just they, they kind of have their own power to do it. You know, that's insane. Um, Nothing has just has its own power. Then why? What? What? Magnets work without electricity. So, I mean, maybe they just discover because something that magnets, creates gravity without electricity. So, uh, I mean, I'll buy mass, it. I like, mass like, creates gravity without electricity. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what if, okay, here's, here's an even crazier idea. Let's say the plates are just magnets, but instead of mag, needing mag boots, you've got to get your iron injection once a week so that you have the correct <laughs> iron content in your blood to be pulled down. I don't there's know. Gonna be, there's going to be somebody there. who works out the exact amount of iron to eject so you can be, jump super high in areas. Is what it's a gonna thousand happen. years <laughs> from now, I think they'll oh, figure God. fucking something out. Then all your blood sticks to your feet? What about the oh, wow. running your brain? Oh <laughs> it's, my it's, god, it's you guys just magnets draw it onto the outpost. No, <laughs> no. Then you Give stick me artificial to everything. Gravity. Then you're okay, suspended okay. in the air by the magnets in the ceiling, like. Okay, but from a from a developer's point of view, tracks what you're talking about is hours and hours of art. And taking an hour giving all that art. <laughs> Call about artificial gravity. Yeah. Engine, artificial gravity. It's being <laughs> retrofitted everywhere. I, let's call that. Wow. Uh-oh. I didn't think this was going to be the thing we fought about. <laughs> <laughs> we can okay, fight about okay. anything. I got the wrong tracks. We're just going to delete the interiors of the outposts. You can't disembark on them anymore. <laughs> just get rid of all the outposts. Stargoids destroy every outpost in the galaxy. What the hell Probably. is Stargoid? Oh, right. Stargoid. Stargoid. <laughs> Stargoids. Stargoid. <laughs> oh, That's the God. episode title. There oh, it is. No. Make sure you spell S T H A R. Stargoids. 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 <laughs> God, God. Um, no, it, uh, I mean, here's the thing I will buy pretty much anything sci fi that you want to put out there. It, it, whatever world you create, whatever boundaries you create, I'll work with it. I'll work with. It. I will believe, but you got to stay inside your stay inside your boundaries. You yeah, know, like don't Star say Trek. there's no gravity and put in a coffee machine. Just saying. Yeah, it it the crate almost feels like they designed the cockpit with the idea of we're going to be able to walk around in it in it at some point. It, it kind of that's the way it looks to me. It looks like one of those things, but without like, remembering that there's no gravity. Uh, I mean, you I can mean, talk. Okay, well, you can logic away the coffee machine. It's for when you're sitting on the station, you want a cup of coffee before you leave the station because you've got gravity at that point, and then it it's useless once you're away from the station. I don't well, know. I mean, who's who's to say that they couldn't? I mean, if you thrust constantly yeah. in one direction at one <laughs> g, you have gravity, but That's it's constant acceleration. You your, it's constant. You you're your, right. You set your your crate to to coffee mode and it just thrusts <laughs> up at 1G until you turn it off. Uh, this is well, no, we, well, we, we fixed are, it. We, All right, we're done. We know that with flight assist off, you'll still reach a speed limit so you can't continue to accelerate. Right. You're going to reach your maximum speed and then your coffee's going to burn your balls. Just <laughs> find a circle. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's done it. And then you just got to be careful of the angle you pour at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you've you been solved the problem. You just, you just match the rotation of the ship with the angle of the trajectory, and therefore you have you know one or point nine g or whatever you actually get in the uh, in this in the rotation of the space stations. You know, you guys in your 
I don't know how hard it is to develop a game, blah, 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 but I know everything about <laughs> physics. <laughs> Dubs, Dubs, what are your yeah. thoughts on feedback and whether it's good or bad for games in this game? Uh, I guess it depends on how bitchy the feedback is. Uh, sometimes it's been good, but other times it's been like, uh, oh, you don't like this? Well, fuck you. We'll just remove it. <laughs> so, uh, Is that what you think happened this time? Probably, like how depending on how busy they are with other stuff. Maybe, maybe they'll bring it back. Maybe they won't. Maybe we made them angry by complaining about it. Like, so my, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know because I, I never had a chance to actually use the the plant gun or play the the mini game with whatever that is. So, did any place get to- get real toxic? Like, other than my bitching about it last week, which was no, it was all you. Fault. Hundred percent. Well, data. Actually, you're the reason they removed it from the game. All right. Let me. Which which camera is my camera? Let me turn to the camera and address the audience here. <laughs> yes. Do it. Put it back in. Put the game. Put the mini game back in. I'll I'll allow it. Oh my god! If it comes back next week, I'm gonna laugh. We All can right. hope. Ty, you had one more thing. Yeah, I just so okay. Real quick. So okay. I got a buddy of mine works at Riot. Okay. Uh, he like the, the, this, this whole topic is about player, like uh, player feedback and like the way the companies take it. I can't speak for every company, but I can speak. And this is not even for Riot. This is for another company he used to work for. I can speak for this, for that company. Cause I'm not going to mention Riot and how they take feedback. Most because I don't know, but I can tell you, cause he used to used to work at, as a community manager at this other company and the amount of feedback that companies take from forums is 1%. And maybe the percentage is actually wrong, but that's a good idea. They don't really look at it like that. They send out surveys. They have, um, they bring in people kind of like uh, focus groups to play different parts and talk and and talk to them about what what they think about different things. Those are the parts that they focus on more than forums. So Frontier may be taking a different approach. I, it feels like they look more at forums than anywhere else is what it feels like. Because yeah, I agree with that. But okay, I liked the mini game. I thought it was cool. My only complaint about it was that they needed to slow it down. Because it felt too fast paced for exploration because, you know, um, you know, my buddy who, who used to explore, he played the game in a very slow aspect, very slow. And that aspect of exploration, he would not have been able to participate. It would have been too fast for him, would have drove him crazy. So from that, it, it, if it was slower, like there was a video we had somewhere where like it looked like you were manually manipulating the circles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that was like a with the mouse thing. wheel or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That version would be perfect. I like the little mini game. There's there's a mini game to 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 core mining. There's a mini game to subsurface mining. There's little mini games all over this thing. There's a mini game to exploration using the uh the scanners and the DSS scanner or the surface scanner. There's little mini games all over. Both. It. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I love it. I love I love all the little things. Keep it up. But you needed to tweak this one, not remove it. 
And it's 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 kind of like what they do sometimes, where you know, just like just like if they're steering into a skid, they overcorrect. And are right, right, well, you guys don't like it? We're just going to take it out. It feels very much we're taking our ball and going home kind of feel. And so it's easy to it's easy to feel like it's hostile like that, but yeah, you know. But then we started this off by saying May nineteenth is really close, so that has to have something to do with it, right? It it, it does, and but also I kind of look at it like so they don't have a variable for the rate at which the things scan or spin. They don't have a variable on that that they could tweak mm-hmm. somehow. You know, may, may, maybe the better scanner you get, the slower it gets. You know, maybe it starts off really fast. Oh, engineer you your scanner. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking engineering too. Okay. Great. All right. But, I want to get. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you finish. In, in, anyway, I, I, I think that I think that companies and game companies in general tend to overcorrect was my point. So that's all I got. Could be. Um, hate. I want to let you weigh in here. I, I don't think I actually have anything. <laughs> we okay, should have just no yawned. <laughs> okay, uh, let's do let's do this then. I would like to um, everybody think of what would be your ideal replacement for the minigame, or if you actually think there shouldn't be one, then then just go with that, and we'll just go down and and that'll hopefully bring us to a little bit more than just salt, right? Um, who wants? Who who has an idea in mind? Uh, I mean, I do. If nobody um, else does, I, I I just something instead of just a fast twitch, you know, hitting. Uh, I mean, it was easy. It was just a timing thing, but people don't like stuff like that. More of a puzzle of some kind, you know. Maybe it was the three rings just had to be aligned right. You could turn them at whatever speed you wanted. You just had to make the pattern right, you know. And and if you did it better, you got more of whatever you were harvesting. I'm getting kind of like a lock, lock picking like vibes. Lock picking yeah, something along vibes. those lines. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I got. I mean, I I really, I whatever decision they made, I'm 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 fine with. I just want it to not bug out. Not that this was bugging out, but as as long as they put out something that isn't some new bugs that cause other issues, I don't care what they do because I don't know how much plant gunning I'm going to do. I'm probably going to you know become elite plant gunner and never use a plant gun again to tell you the truth. <laughs> elite plant gunner. I love that. Um, Dubs, do you want to, do you want to so, uh, give us an idea? I, I don't know what, what I would replace it with. Cause I don't know what I'm missing. Like I never, I never got to experience the thing that everyone oh, yeah. is so mad about to know what changes I would make to it. So I don't really have any valuable input for this. I do want there to be something like, I don't want to just point and click, watch an animation and Oh, it's done. Like that. That's like laser mining and it's trash. So there should be something. I just don't know what. All that's, right. That's all I have. Jada, what's your ideal? I don't have any big big ideas. I mean, I like what I've heard from others, like that, that fan video idea. I like what I heard um, Down to Earth Astronomy say when he was streaming it for the first time. Like he, he would rather, and I think I would rather more of the effort be putting into being put into finding the Nemo. unique species touching the butt 
in finding finding Nemo. <laughs> like having like having the the search be more challenging than just looking for the green pulse wave scan. And then whatever they do with the with a scanning mini game, I would be I would be fine with. I I think this one it was I don't know considered dead on arrival or whatever by the community because it was something something new and a little weird and the tolerance on it was too tight which they tried to fix you know it was too hard to too hard to get and the mechanic of it bumping you out a level each time you made a little mistake on that with that tight tolerance i think that that all combined got just annoyed people too much so it's kind of was doomed doomed from the beginning right right um hate do you want to give me something yes i i think that it had to have made it at least into the alpha mm-hmm. after some internal play testing and i reckon like like i said before uh, at 15 frames a second, it is. It appears far too fast to be a part of the exploration game loop, and that before they do just axe it, I, I think we should give it a shot at at whatever frame rate you normally play at. Uh, and if that that fan made one, I, I haven't watched the fan made thing. I did see that somebody linked it in the Discord. But uh, I've been keeping my hands busy with other stuff. If if that Gross. if that could be implemented, and uh, I've been derailed. <laughs> you, you think the uh, the puzzle where you essentially rotate them yes. on your own with a scroll yes. wheel or whatever, and then click when it's lined up correctly? Yeah, yeah. That that might be you know a secondary option that would fit the exploration game loop. Yeah, the pacing of it and stuff. Uh, Ty? Okay. What's your here's, ideal? Here's what I want. <clears throat> Have you guys ever played Mass Effect Andromeda? No. Okay. I recently finished this game. First of all, it doesn't deserve the crap it got. Second of all, it, I, it should have been a hell of a lot better than what it, than what it was. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's, what, that's, what launch, that's what I know. That's what I know. It deserved it a lot of the crap that it got because at launch... It needed a lot more polish and shouldn't have been released in the state it was at um, launch. I, I played it at launch. Right. No, anyway, <laughs> anyway, there's 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 a mini game in that, and what you do in that is you have to open up these uh, alien tombs, and what you have to do is find um, runes that you have to scan, and after you scan the runes, you then have a like most of them are little nine by nine puzzles. And each of the each of the are uh, three by three puzzles, and each of the rows can't repeat the rooms. Okay, so you'll have like a little four by four square, and you have to pick the runes that ma- that line up, and they can't repeat. Which sounds easy, but it gets pretty Sudoku. right. It's it gets pretty compl. It's exactly what it is. It gets pretty complicated later in game when you get a full size grid of like 12 by 24 or whatever the hell it was. And you only have four runes and you have to make them all work. It gets, it gets pretty complicated. Now 
That's exactly what it was. What I want them to basically take that and apply it to the exploration side of Elite uh, Odyssey. So what I want them to do is basically you go up to, um, you know, a, a plant and you scan it and you get like a little piece of the genome. Eventually, when you get enough genomes, you then pull out your little, you know, tricorder or whatever the hell you want to call it. And then you start piecing together the genome in the right sequence, basing on the right order. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, runes or whatever. They can make it whatever symbols they want to make it. And, they can, and then once you have the right pieces, then you can place it together and you got the genome and you go scan it again and you're done. That requires zero reflex. It requires zero twitch. It's all about the mind. And if they were to take that idea that one of the best parts of Andromeda, I thought, and modified a little bit and put it in there, there would be in there'd be it'd be almost like a sub game where you have to find like maybe some of the pieces of the genome exist on different planets inside of a system. So there's a reason to go to all the other planets. Or maybe you have to do it inside your codex to to get it all to to line up and work. That's that's what I want. What they came up with wasn't cool. bad, but it it fell out of place with the game loop of exploration. Right, right. Um okay, so for me I think I I agree that I mean I I didn't super hate that game either, but it did kind of ache of it's in the wrong place because the pace of it being a reflex thing. Um, so I think the the puzzle version that that somebody made on YouTube would be a great thing. They've already absolutely said no to that, of course, but um, I think that probably would have been met with like, okay, this is fine, and there wouldn't have been any trouble. Um, but I think probably the better solution is to take that, the game out of that, or, you know, at the very least make the the part of the game where you're having to scan enough different plants, right? And they, if they like using their pulse wave mechanic, they borrowed that from mining, then, then that's fine. You know, we can use that to tell if they're genetically diverse enough. But if there was going to be a mini game besides that pulse wave business, I think it ought to be out in Super Cruise in the DSS, like when we're resolving where the things are on the planet, that follows with the spirit of exploration, right? And it could be something to do with tuning or matching up frequencies, or maybe you're sliding a a, a, a spectrum, you know, like a spectrum analysis underneath a comparative spectrum analysis of different kinds of life until you find the one that lines up. You're doing spectroscopy, essentially. Like something like that where you're, basically doing the game to resolve that heat map before you go down to the planet. Um, that'd be a cool place to stick a mini game, I think, um, if I had my way. So, there. And obviously my opinions are extremely informed by everybody and <laughs> down to earth and everybody who spent a lot more time messing with the thing before I even got in to test it. <laughs> so, mm, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I'll, you know, I'll actually actually say this one more thing because um, I can. <laughs> um, if you look at the other mini systems in the game, they're kind of somewhat based in science, and this one here didn't feel like it was based in science. You know, the the uh, the DSS, the Discovery Scanner, that wavelength is kind of based on real 
uh, X-ray wavelengths of different things across the spectrum. And it might be, I may have to... Go ahead. No, no, well, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like x-rays at one end and, and um, you know, down to radio or whatever. Right, right, right. et cetera. Um, I actually, the, 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 the gene scanner is a little bit based in science in the, in the sense that, like, the height and intensity of lines on a grid, which is often represented circularly, is how we compare genomes. Um, you're looking at very specific parts of it, but like when they're, if they're like blood sampling and they're trying to like do some forensics at a crime scene, they're going to be looking at the markers and it does look a little bit like spectroscopy. There are these, some of the lines are longer and some of them are shorter in different places and you match that up with another blood sample. And if, when they match up, it's like, oh, this is like a mitochondrial DNA match. So that does actually, they, they did intend to make it look a little bit like when you're doing a gene um, analysis, or I don't know what to call it, but there's a word for the kind of graph, and it does look a little bit like that to defend them a little bit on that one. Anyway, I conversation assassined the this place again. <laughs> it's all good. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, it's whatever. It, it didn't it didn't work for various reasons and it's been, it's been axed and oh well. Yes. I do find myself a little disappointed, but I am. it's okay. I'm disappointed that there's <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's do this. Let's um, get, I think we're coming to the end of our program. Does anybody have anything else they want to stick in here before I kind of uh, do the, the community socials and the reminders and whatnots. Uh, chick chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that first. Yes, good plan. Good plan. Um, unless, as oh nope. Okay. Ty, uh, Ty let's see. Ty left. Okay, he's <laughs> back. He's back. I was just gonna say, does he, do you want to sing a new chick chat for us? <laughs> <laughs> Or do you want me to play one of the magnificent ones I have here? Hold on, let me think of a let me think of a chick chat. No, my my Discord just said take complete shit here. Hold on, let me think of a chick chat. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I'll tell you what. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, I'll thinking... wrap it. I'll wrap it. That's what I'll do. Okay, here we go. Another okay. rap. Yeah. Wait, do I've it. already done a rap. You did technically. Okay, okay. Yes. Have I done Have I done a pop rap? Or have I done a pop song? Chick chat. I don't think oh, so. God. Can you give us like a Mariah Carey? Uh, I, I, I was thinking if I could access my inner Britney Spears. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Get it, girl. Baby, one more time. My loneliness chick is killing me. It's chick Chad. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <Tracks> needs. <laughs> That's all I need. Chig me, baby, one more time. Okay. Chig me, baby, one more time. I'm glad you showed up tonight, uh, yeah. Ty. Like, yeah, yeah. Chig me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Where the cheese at? <laughs> um, okay. So so I, I was going to do one chig chat 
I had a, it was just going to be a random movie type thing. But then all of a sudden I was updating the, the spreadsheet with stuff. And tonight's episode is episode 84. But there are 16 bonus episodes that were um, interviews and whatnot. So this is actually the 100th episode of, of Loose Screws to be published. Oh, holy shit. 100 episodes. Yeah, kind of. I, I was like, whoa, look at that. It's, it's episode 100. So I thought I'd start with just a, a few little uh, statistical things. Like, how many minutes of the show, not counting tonight, do you think have been recorded? I don't oh, even want to guess. More um, than 100 minutes. <laughs> well, more than 100 minutes tonight. But yeah. <laughs> 10,908, roughly. <laughs> that is a Whoa. lot of freaking jibber-jabber. Um, how many episodes has Ty been on, including tonight? Of the 100? 56. 43. Oh, you undershot yourself a you lot. You knew that one. 76. Oh, I it was really? 76. Yep. You've been in over three quarters of them. What about our good buddy, uh, uh, Jan Trax, who's been helming this thing for a while? How many have you been on, Trax? Uh, I turned up in the. Did I turn Actually, up in the 20s? That. Uh, the very first episode you did is when the new theme was introed. Which episode was that? Yeah. I feel like it was, it was in the 20s. Is that episode correct? 12. Yeah. No, November 7th, okay. 2019. Episode Jeez. 12. The theme, the theme song to the show was introduced and, and tracks was on that episode. And that was his first of 58 episodes. Wow. Yeah, I did some every other for a little while and I missed several of the interview, most of the interviews, I would say. Yes. Who's who's been on the the next most number of ep- episodes? It have uh, to be you, wouldn't it? Actually, it might be Draven us. It would be Chig with 44. <clears throat> I know nothing yep. then. I know nothing. Yep. Um after that, it's actually NL Hate. NL uh, Hate's whoa. been on 35. I I do try to be very punctual. <laughs> yep, he's been here 35. Dravenos has been on 21 episodes. This is if you're counting the the Interviews. 50th episode where we had everybody here. Mm-hmm. He's been yeah, on he yeah. was on 21. Uh Kai Zen was on 31 if you count the 100th episode. But the last time he was on the show, we're just uh what is it? 1 week away from him not being since he broke off Elite Week to its own show, it'll be a year next week. Can you believe that mm. shit? It's been a year. So, yeah. wow. uh, Dubs, when were you first on the show? Uh, I don't know. Episode I'm 23. Kid. Really? Damn. Yeah. Uh, you were the future commander. You were on the show in which uh, Kai explained the the reason behind the naming of the show about the loose screws and all of that stuff. Uh, it was right after that that Jan Trax made an ad to post on the show about uh, Distant Screws 1. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. May, April 9th, I made my first prestige. Got a shout out on the show for it. So that's been over a year since I got my first <laughs> prestige. I'm really close to, to finishing that. 
or finishing off all my prestige. I think I'm level 49 prestige seven right now. Um, let me see anything else here. Data and who's here right now. Data has been on 19 episodes. Devo 12. How many episodes do you think you've been on dubs? Uh, eight. I, 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 yeah, five, at least one. Well, you, you've said at least <laughs> eight words over the course of the 22 episodes you've been on. So that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think the only guy I didn't mention is Nurgle. He was on 17 episodes. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, random stuff like that. I thought I'd throw that out there being that mm. it's a, a, you know, the hundredth episode, just a few little, little stats like that. And congratulations on starting something that's been around for a hundred episodes, Ty. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> And uh, what is that? Right around uh, 17 or 20 episodes ago when uh, JN Tracks started uh, Operation Hide in the Crowd. <laughs> and suddenly there was like seven hosts. Yeah, you, you failed miserably at hiding in the crowd. But yeah, you, you definitely, <laughs> I don't know. That was, that, was, that was more episodes ago than that. Yeah, just started. Yeah. Well, that's how we have everybody yeah. in, who's been on like 20 or so. Yeah. Yeah. About the 20. Yeah. So 20 episodes ago ish. Yeah. More than that because, you know, Data's pretty consistently here, but he's missed, you know, half dozen or so weeks. Nurgle's pretty consistent, but, you know, not, not everybody's here. Like, tracks, you're just a solid wall of being here. I'm afraid it's not going to happen if I tell you guys I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm afraid nobody will tell Craig to record. Keep that in mind. Craig doesn't <laughs> listen to you. You think he's going to listen to me? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Here's, so. here's what I want to say about that. When I when I had to take a step back from the show, it was you guys uh, that decided to keep going. We we wouldn't have made 100 if it wasn't for y'all. Uh, because... I mean, I don't know when I would be coming back to it full time. I don't know if if, if I'd be coming back to it full time. Uh, the only reason why I want to come back to this show is because I like you guys for some stupid reason. So <laughs> unexplainable. I know, but it, it's bizarre. We don't like ourselves. So I mean, like like I said, I mean, if you said I was on seventy some odd episodes, I mean, seventy six episodes of this you've recorded. So, so if you take off, you know, the, the, the one or two episodes I've done since then, I mean, we'd probably be on episode, you know, 70, 77 right now, 75 right now. So that's what I think about that. I mean, you guys kept it going. So thank you guys for that. Amen, brother. I can. Actually, I lied. 75. You've been on exactly three quarters. Yeah, bitches. Sorry, 75, <laughs> 75. Yep, three quarters. <laughs> been a, it's been a good run. Everybody's favorite episode is still episode two where you did it all by yourself. Oh, that's a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the shortest episodes ever, too. It's like 30 minutes or some shit. You rambled on for 44 minutes, dude. Ty's, Ty's manifesto. <laughs> I have the so ability hard. to ramble. I have the ability to ramble for quite a while. <laughs> Do you know what the average length of episodes has been? Uh uh-uh. uh. 110 minutes. So, okay. All right. What's the, what's the mode and the median? Uh, 
don't have that. I've got the max and the minimum. The shortest show is 20 minutes. The longest was <laughs> four hours, 14 minutes. <gasps> Kai what? I didn't yeah. think they made it over three hours. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a four hour 14. There's a three hour 17. There, there, there were some long <sighs> ones. A three hour 19. Oh, my God. Three hours 44. Three hours 35. So yeah, there's been a lot some of long those. episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Well, this that's, is cool. That's all I, I had for I didn't, know we, I didn't know we were doing this tonight. That's pretty cool. Well, Neither did I when the show everybody. started. I discovered it in the middle <laughs> of the show. It's not like it was great <laughs> show so prep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sincere congratulations, everybody. I did kind of try to gather some some trusted comrades to back me up because there may come a time when I can't make it for some reason. And I would love for you all to do it. I know you all could, even if you are nervous about it or whatever. Um, no, I've done but, it one time and that was our fourth <laughs> April Fools episode. April and Fools. I figured Ty would never talk to us again after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually That's have an April Fools. Okay, so so real quick, I have a uh, I have this thing about April Fools. Like I don't do April Fools stuff. I hate all of it. Um, and the reason why is because I'm a fucking sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I'm, think I'd gone to jail? I'm 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 the guy on the website going, Oh man, I can't wait till they implement this. And then next day, oh yeah, Half-Life coming out. first. All yeah, right. I'm I'm the guy. I'm the guy sitting there enjoying or thinking, oh, that's stupid. I can't believe they're going to do that. And then find out the next day that it was all bullshit. Uh, remember a uh, Google uh, Smell Vision or whatever when they were doing that on April Fool's Day? I had I had a coworker that came up to me with her phone. I don't smell anything. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Keep scratching yeah. it. So so I actually have a uh, I actually have. Uh, kind of a semi-tragic story about about why I hate a- April Fools. If y'all want to hear it, oh god, Semi- no. so you're gonna make me feel bad about doing that episode. No, 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 no. I, I mean, anybody who enjoys it, go, y'all go right ahead. But so, okay. So, I, I my first uh, wife, Alicia, um, and for some reason she's hearing a, hearing this. I don't care. But <laughs> bless her heart. Yeah, um, so she loved April Fools and loved to play pranks. And she got me one year. So her friend got pregnant, and uh, we had decided that we were going to, you know, stop using birth control and whatever happens, happens. We weren't necessarily planning, but we were just going to stop using things. And it's been a few months. So April 1st, I come home from work, and she tells me she's pregnant, and she shows me a pregnancy test. She lets it go for three oh. days. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm at a that point where is I, horrible. I'm at a point where I'm shopping for houses and we're we like we're t- we're planning on when we're telling parents, stuff like that. And then she tells me like at one point I was like shocked and oh my like with, with my childhood and whatnot, I didn't want to have I never wanted to be a father. Never. But I had reached a point where I was just kind of like, all right, you know, whatever happens, happens. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, just what it meant to be. And then she tells me it's happening. And I had kind of come to terms with, okay, I, I will, I could, I could be a decent dad. And then that happened. Uh, By the way, I'm still not a dad. So, you know. And you were so confused because you didn't even have sex with her. It's, it's just. <laughs> 
well, it's, it's, it's funny you mention that because the next year I find out that she was cheating on me and she wanted a divorce and she was actually cheating on me at that particular moment. So, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. She, I, mean, I found out a year later on April 1st. <laughs> oh, man. She wanted a divorce. And I was It take you three, like, three days to to come to term to, to believe that it wasn't an April Fool's gag this time. No, but I was in there laughing at her like, you don't want a divorce. You're fucking with me. I remember last year. Ha ha ha. And then she left the next day. <laughs> Ouch. That's depressing. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> that is a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember sitting wow. there going, uh, I, like, I, I sat there and like Warcraft raided that night while she's packing her shit. I'm like, hey, you're really going all out on this one. <laughs> It's like that wow. guy on YouTube that's reviewing whiskey while his wife's packing up in the background. <laughs> anyway, so wow. that's why I don't like April Fool's Day. So, well, it's hard to blame you for that. Um, wow. Okay. Well, anyway, hey, we did an April Fool's episode. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Well. This has been great. I'm gonna. Um, I have an something to play from Souverine from Lave Radio and Sagittarius Eye Magazine. So we're gonna hear a little special uh, message uh, from him, and we'll be right back. Greetings, commanders. After a few months' holiday, we are absolutely thrilled to say that Sagittarius Eye Magazine is returning this month. Issue 35 will release this coming Friday, 23rd of April. Sagittarius Eye is the premier community-made Elite Dangerous magazine, established in 3303. We cover all manner of topics relating to life in the Pilots' Federation. The magazine is a completely free download, made by fans for fans. The reintroduction of Galnet, community goals and narrative to the Elite Dangerous universe last year, and the announcement of Odyssey, have really energised our team. Our designers and editors involved in making the magazine have returned from their holiday full of enthusiasm to get back to their typewriters and boxes of crayons. This is probably the most exciting moment for Elite Dangerous since the release of the game in 2014, and we couldn't be happier to be there for it. The new series of Sagittarius Eye will cover the Elite Dangerous galaxy as it always has, by commanders for commanders. The magazine will be all about player-generated stories. What you fly, where you go, how you fight, where you explore, what you get up to in Frontier's wonderful galaxy. We'll feature player groups, ship builds, exploration guides, expedition write-ups, event reviews, equipment guides, interviews, deep dives into the game's lore and history, and much more. For the duration of this series, the magazine will revert to its original release pattern of monthly issues across all formats. On the subject of formats, we're adding a new one to our offering for this series. For the first time, we're going to make printed copies available to readers. Small batch printing and postage is very expensive, so it'll be added as a premium tier on our Patreon page, but we're happy that the option will finally be there for readers who have long asked for it. As well as that, we will offer the magazine in regular web PDF mobile-friendly PDF, and fully voice-acted podcast, perfect for cockpit listening. Each format will feature the same well-researched and carefully edited articles, designed to enliven your travels around the bubble and beyond. Sagittarius Eye, issue 35, will arrive on Friday, April 23rd. Disembark at sagittarius-i.com from 5pm British summertime to catch it.
All right. Um, cool and exciting stuff from Sagittarius Eye Magazine. Uh, I am going to tag some stuff here at the end that I should probably put at the end of every episode. So I'm going to start trying to do that. Um, if you like the show, please give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app, wherever you're getting this, if it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, just look down at whatever you're listening to this podcast on and post a review. Um, it will help other people find the show and um, enjoy it in the way, the same way that you are. And you can find our Discord community at discord.io slash loose screws and find the merch store at loosescrewsed.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. And I just got done this morning putting up new designs for uh, using the uh, Distance Screws 2 emblems that uh, uh, community member Rabbi Bob created. Uh, and they look great. They're on mugs, and they're, they also had these like stainless steel water bottles and tumblers and stuff. So whatever, sure, I'll put them on all of it. So, and I put a bunch of colors <clears throat> on the mugs too. They just have all these options. So I basically just turned on everything that didn't look terrible. Um, so uh, I think the white one looks the best, but hey, you know, buy whatever color you want um, and uh, represent the distant screws to merch. Um, that's this is we're, we're at that point in the show um, where we're gonna need uh, we're we're gonna need some cheese. Was hate doing a another thing also this week? Was he, well, okay. So when you weren't here, sometimes hate was doing a beer. So yeah. is is the segment expanding? Or now we are we now officially beer cheese? No, I mean I'll, I have I'll no reason beer. why not. <laughs> I'll do the beer when there isn't cheese. Okay. I was thinking you could start right. doing a beer at the beginning of the show to tell us what we're supposed to be drinking for the show, but all right. Oh, I like that. I, I, well, I got yelled at last time. I actually, I actually do have a rule on this. No wine and cheese. No wine. N- no wine and cheese? No wine. No, Why are you whining about that? Are we? Then I can't talk wine. about mead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's cheese it. All right, all right. Uh, being the 100th episode, there's only one cheese that we can go with, and that's our favorite sponsor, Kraft Singles. You don't like it? <laughs> Fuck you. Stay <laughs> cheese, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Chig, for that uh, important message from our sponsor, Kraft Singles. You don't like it? Fuck you. And <laughs> all that's left for me is to thank my comrades, Chig, Dubs, Data, Hate, Ty Worsham, and Devo, who had to step away uh, partway through the show, uh, for joining me. Thank you all for listening, and um, fly loose and fly screwy. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.